Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. It's the Peacock and Gamble podcast. OMG. Grand final. What? The best um, dancer will reign supreme today. <laughs> will it be Ray Peacock? That's me. Hello. Or will it be... Ed Gamble. That's me. Hello. What are we doing? Who will be the best dancer for the dance-off on the Peacock and Gamble podcast? Are dance-off do- end of series finale. Are we doing a dance-off? Ray will be dancing to this one. Macho, macho man. <laughs> I'm gonna be... A macho man. And Ed will be dancing to this one. So macho, gonna <laughs> be so macho. Who will be the best dancer and get judged by the judges? Our judges this week are Leslie Joseph of Birds of a Feather. <laughs> oh, hello. Human rights campaigner Peter Tatchell. <laughs> oh. That bloke who's still alive off Last of the Summer Wine. Oh, I'm nearly dead. And James Whittaker. Oh, Queen of Hearts. So, who will win? Will it be Ray or will it be Ed? Find out over the next half hour as you watch and listen to, mainly listen to because it is audio, the Peacock and Gamble dance-off final end of series dance-off finale. Ooh. There you go. That is what all the best programmes on telly do now. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dancing programmes. Right? right, okay. I thought there should be a reason behind doing all of that. Well, that's why. We are, what we are doing is we are jumping on a bandwagon. All right, cool. Right, you have got Strictly Dancing in the Ballroom with yeah. Grace Forsyth on BBC One. <laughs> yeah. Davina McCall doing the dancing on Sky. Yeah. Looking like she probably smells on the trailer. <laughs> Do you not think that? I've honestly not seen the trailer There for was it. a trailer for it. I think it's finished now. There was a trailer for it where she was doing loads of different dances and she was in like a leotard like Madonna after a video. Right. But I think she looks like she smells on it. <laughs> I would imagine she smells on it. Don't she listens to this? I'm not, I'm not saying she does. I'm not having to go at a right the way they filmed it, it makes it look I like I think she they filmed it smelly. Yeah. <laughs> and dance like Michael Jackson. Yeah. That was another one that has been on recently. Yeah. So why can we not do it? Well, we, there's no reason we can't. Yeah, there is. It's audio. Can't see us dancing. Actually, it's better that it can't see us because then we can pretend that we are doing all break dancing. Yeah. Whoa, nice head spin, Ray. Thanks a lot. Well done on doing the caterpillar. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been fine. I feel like we don't catch up enough. We catch up every day, and you know we catch up every day, and over many different mediums. Phone, face, internet. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the best, they're the three main mediums yeah. in science. <laughs> God bless AI Messenger. AI Messenger. <laughs> hey, there's a girl, right, lives above me. Yeah. And I don't know why she's got a budgie. Why would you want a budgie? I don't know. They're, p- they're pointless, pathetic things. Absolutely stupid idea for I a would, pet. If I had a budgie, right, I would just be constantly tempted to crush it to death. Yeah, I, I would like. I think I would like to put a budgie in my hand yeah. and and just s- squeeze ever so slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harder and harder and harder. <laughs> squeeze the life out of it. I'd enjoy that so much. Apart from the fact I'd always be worrying it was going to poo on my wrist. <laughs> There is always that so worry that, when you're killing a budgie. So that's isn't the there? reason I'd probably just cut its head off. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it with a glove on, like a gauntlet or something. Yeah, but I'd still have to clean the glove after, wouldn't I? Throw the, throw the glove away. Throw the budgie shit. Get one of the gloves from the petrol station. And I know I sometimes put them on because my car's diesel. Alright. And for some reason, diesel pumps are always wet All right. with diesel on them. <laughs> I don't know what it is about diesel drivers that they're so mucky. <laughs> They're right, Mucky Pops at the petrol station, a diesel driver. They just spray the diesel all down the nozzle. (laughs) Well, the other thing, apart from chatting to you, which is what I fill my weeks with... Don't you enjoy it? I do enjoy it, but you have been lying to me. 
When? This week. I haven't done a lie to you. You told me, which is a weird lie, that Peter Tatchell... <laughs> yeah, go on. ...campaigner for human rights and gay rights yeah. and stuff, and judge on our um, dancing show, <laughs> yeah. you told me... <laughs> You told me that Peter Tatchell yeah. has been messaging you. Yeah, he has been. It's about been, getting some campaigns on the podcast. He has been, he has been saying No, you said about right. getting some campaigns Peter on the Tatchell, podcast. This is true. Peter Tatchell has been emailing me on Facebook. That is true. <laughs> but I only found out today that that is because you are a member of his human <laughs> rights group. And then found out that it's not even one of your joke groups. That is your real one. That is a real one, yeah. Yeah. That is a real one. So, but the lie was, you said that he was messaging you saying like, Oh, hey, Ray. Um... <laughs> Could you mention? Could you mention these campaigns on face on yeah. on your podcast? Please? Yeah. Well, that was. I mean, that was all right. That I've I've remembered it wrong. Yeah. When I said that, I remembered the messages from him wrong. Yeah. But it said things like you know, spread the word, and I thought, oh yeah, I've got a podcast. Yeah. Well, spread the I word was, now, then. All right. There was a gay in China. <laughs> I don't think that's what he had a problem <laughs> with. Something like I don't that. Think, I think you're missing the point. I don't think Peter Tatchell's point was, oh, no, there is a gay in China. <laughs> I can't remember what the things was he said. It was about scouts, wasn't it? Yeah, there's gays in the scouts. All right? <laughs> so, stop that, will you? I can't believe that an organisation like the scouts, which has been going many, many years, if, if Lord Baden Powell knew now there were gays in the scouts, he'd be going mental. <laughs> So I think that's I think that was the gist of what the gist of what Tatchell wanted to Peter say. Yeah. Well, I didn't read the full email. Yeah. I mean I thought I would join the group and I'd be, you know, it looked like I'm like pretty right on in that. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't anticipate quite how often he'd write to me. <laughs> I mean, I think that judging by what he's saying, there yeah. are loads of problems in the world. <laughs> and you Ma- don't mainly hear about, about them. gays. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting from Peter Tatchell's email, yeah. right, is that the biggest problem in the world at the moment is gays. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from it. I think you're missing the point. He's going to be devastated when he finds out that that's how he's coming across. (laughs) Everything he says is about a gay... It is, honestly. But he's a gay rights campaigner, so he's not going to go... He's not going to go, there's a shortage of Dairy Lee in Tesco, is he? (laughs) (laughs) He shouldn't even be going in Tesco. (laughs) He's very good at getting me to go on his campaigns, but when I try and do it the other way around, he's not bothered, is he? (laughs) Do you know what? I had a lot of time with Peter Tatchell. With him? No, for, for you said, him. You said with. For him. I meant All right, for him. you had a lot of time with Peter Tatchell. All right, well, I meant for him. All, All right, right, that's what I meant. Yeah. Right, I've got a lot of time for Peter Tatchell, right? And I think he does a good job. And I like the fact that he does things like he goes up and punches Vickers or whatever he does. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? He's so general in everything you've been saying about him. Just go, I think he doesn't want gays in China and he punched a vicar. <laughs> no, you know when he like goes up and the vicars are doing their speeches. Goes, and he... I think he's, I find him a bothersome little gentleman. No, but good on him, he should be bothersome. No. no, he should be making a nuisance of himself because the people that he's fighting are, are generally speaking idiots. But yeah. I would imagine, I've not really researched it properly. Right. Um, <laughs> Have you not? But he, he, there's no quid pro quo with him whatsoever. He won't help with my campaigns. You know, he's always going, Ray, will you mention the gays in he's China? Never, he's never said Ray. He's never he's never sent you a message that starts with your name. Wait, I think he will this week. <laughs> business time. Let's get our business out of the way. We've got a very, very busy podcast this week. Yeah, we do. We are like so, 80s businessmen. So we need to get the admin out of the way. First of all, our podcast fan of the week. Yes, we have. We have a podcast fan of the week. Weirdly, again, we were hoping it was going to be a Sally. Yeah. We, we asked for a Sally and, and a Clinton. Yeah, so Clinton is a joke. We've got a Clinton. We've got a Clinton and no Sally. Clinton what? It's on Facebook. It is short for Clinton. He's Clint. That's all right. Clint Falcus. Nice. Who I believe is some sort of superhero. That's probably his, his real life identity. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. That's what I mean. That's his real life identity, and then he becomes the Falcon. Yeah. Um, at night. Yeah. Or Clint Falcus could be what he was called on his on his home planet. Yeah. Now he is called Carl Fuck. <laughs> on, on, on Earth, Clint Clint Fuck is called Clint Fuck. And then on the then he becomes the Falcon to fight crime in Metropolis. <laughs> Been, this then, has run out of steam so quickly. <laughs> he's called Clint Fucking. He lives in Metropolis. No idea. There's zero ideas in this. Record. Yeah, but Clint, he gets no work in Metropolis because Superman's always barging in everywhere. Is doing this it. is it a DC sort of crossover thing? He could end up being a villain. Good plan. Right, this is what happened. Right, is he wanted to be a superhero in Metropolis, but every time he tried to do anything, Superman beat him to it. Yeah, Clint Fuck thought right. <laughs> Is <laughs> click fuck for fuck this. Sounds good. Yeah. A bit of a nearly alliteration. Yeah. Because I made thought into thought. Yeah. <laughs> right? Clint, click fuck for fuck this. I'm going to be a villain. Is he the Falcon? Is that his superhero name? Yeah. But yeah. it's also his villain name as well. Right, okay. Um, but then he tried to be a supervillain in Metropolis. Lex Luthor just took it all over. He literally couldn't do right for wrong. He's a credit crunch super, uh, superhero slash supervillain. I think it? it's going to be one of the most boring comics ever. <laughs> Just clip fuck sat around his house. <laughs> Whining about how he never gets a chance. Anyway, he's fan of the week. Yeah, podcast fan of the week. Thanks, clip fuck. And um, <laughs> next week's fans of the week, we want... I want a um, J- Jacob. Jacob, yeah. Yeah, and Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, we're not going to get any closer to getting a girl if you <laughs> if you go with Miriam. All right, then. No, you can't change it now. All right. <laughs> Jacob or Miriam. If you are a Jacob or a Miriam, you can be our podcast fan of the week next week. Um, it's time for the Facebook groups. All right, come on then. What have you joined? Right, are you ready for my, my list? I'm totally ready, man. Don't look at it at the same time. I can't see it from here. I will, I will read it to you. Ready. Ray became a fan of. Just because my friend is the opposite sex doesn't mean we're going out, Mum. <laughs> 25,000 before 2010. <laughs> I need to tell you something, but I can't find the words to say it. I finally realise you are the biggest waste of my time. We love the sarcastic guy who narrates Come Dine With Me. (laughs) Russell Brand's hair. Looking through a textbook and pointing at pictures going, that's you. When I was your age, I was looking after a Tamagotchi, not a baby. I know we're just friends and all, but I really want to kiss you right now. Petition for T4 on the beach to be held at Skegness this year. (laughs) Nick Mohammed's upcoming gigs. (laughs) This is a Piccadilly line service to Cockfosters. (laughs) Shut up, I wear heels bigger than your dick. (laughs) So there are my groups. For That's this, brilliant. For what this a week. stupid load of groups. <laughs> That's a good load of groups. Um, the man who does the voice on Come Down With Me... You've met him, haven't you? Dave Lamb. He was in Miranda. Yeah. He spoke about Roger James last week. Yeah. Dave Lamb actually played the character, the man who evicted the Ferreras on EastEnders. He told me that with great joy the last time I saw him. <laughs> he said, that he, he said I was the bloke who evicted the Ferreras. <laughs> and I shook him by the hand and gave him a little kiss. <laughs> um, is that all the business for this week? Um, I think it might be. We've got, we've got a couple of other things to get through but business wise I think that's it um, now I'm not happy with you oh. Facebook stuff fine you're not happy about nothing this week I checked you're like... not happy about Peter Tatchell being my new best friend no I'm not happy about that you're not happy about me joining Facebook groups right and now I've got another thing that I'm not happy about what you I've done something to the YouTube videos that we have I was beating you by 50 oh on the stand 50 views yep. and now you have got 2000 hits in two days yeah what have you What have you downloaded something I've from gone, the internet I've only gone and gone viral mate <laughs> that's what's happened right. my, uh, my 
stand up video about Jay Goody yeah. from last year. Only gone and gone viral. Yeah, I knew it was catching. Yeah. Uh, no, it was some of off Destructoid, wasn't it? That's what we found out. Yeah. It I was, was a gentleman, Jim from Destructoid, has put a link to, a link up to the video and it's gone viral. We I'll tell you what, right? We should make proper proper mates with Destructoid. Yeah. Because if they can get us like two thousand hits, yeah, how many on a video could they get listening to the podcast? If all them people who they've pushed the way of that video yeah. had downloaded the podcast on yeah. the same day on the Monday, yeah. we would have been number one in the charts. No. So, Destructoid, if you can sort it out, right? Yeah. Just get them all next week. Just say, as a favour, and then you won't ask them nothing ever again. <laughs> Will they all download, like, this week's one? Yeah. This, this one this, now? This, this, this one. This one now? And all the others after. And all the other ones <laughs> at the same time? Yeah. yeah. Get all of them and subscribe. Then and... we would be number one in the whole world. Yeah, then we will, then we will get our own um, telly show and get, get carried around on a chair. Yeah, then we can, we can go back to them producers and say, no, you're wrong. We should be on the telly. Look at all our fans. Yeah, exactly. So do that. Yeah, thanks. Brother. And we will give you something in return. Yes, we will give you a Destructoid t-shirt. <laughs> and a sticker. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's time for our weekly regular section where um, Ray says about a food what you've not had for ages and makes you really want it. <laughs> A food or drink. <laughs> that, I wonder what it's going to be this week. Not had for ages and makes you really want it. This week, chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. I bet you want some chocolate milk, don't you? When you go down to your supermarket later on, you will go. <laughs> Tell you what, I've not had chocolate milk for ages, and I know it is a bit filling. But if, I think if I just drink it and take my time with it, it'll be really nice, and it will remind me of when I went on holiday to Menorca. <laughs> I used to get it in bottles. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Have some chocolate milk. Do you want some chocolate milk? chips on a breakfast. I don't know, I would have it. No, I wouldn't actually, I don't like chips. I don't really like chips. I don't mind like McDonald's chips or Burger King chips. Me too, isn't that Really fat chips. I know, isn't that bad? Not bothered about. Too stodgy, can't be doing no, it. definitely but I'm the same with uh, roast potatoes. Yeah. I, in fact, I'll tell you, it is the potatoes that I like. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'll go ding or uh, uh, if I I'll tell you like the ones, them. Uh, I'll tell you the like. ones that I do like and don't like. Right, okay. Right, I'll, I'll yeah. do them all. Yeah. Mashed potato, yes. Ding. Yes, as long as it's yeah. quite buttery though, creamy. Yeah, 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 yeah I like it. I don't like it if it's just a boiled potato potato mashed up yeah. with nothing in it. Yeah. So let's rule out boiled potatoes. Yeah. Unless, interestingly, they're in a tin. Right, okay. I can eat them. I okay, can... I don't like boiled potatoes or tin boiled potatoes. I'll eat them cold. Right. Same if there's little new potatoes. If they're just, as long as they're chopped up and put in a potato salad, I can eat them. Yeah. On their own, not asked about Mate, them. Mate, genuinely ding again. Unless they're hot <laughs> and they've got butter on top. Yeah, ding. Yeah. <laughs> right, crisps. Yes, oh, definitely. Ding a motherfucking ding. Pringles. I don't even know if they are potatoes, but I will, I will, I will have a Pringle. Right. Chips. Don't like stodgy chips like yeah. McDonald's chips or Burger King chips ding, ding. thin chips even though they're worse for you because they absorb more fat but you know I'm quite lucky because I can eat all the fat I want don't put any weight on yeah <laughs> I also like croquet potatoes yeah to an extent I always think I want more than I want I've never been in a situation where I've had loads of croquet potatoes I have had frozen croquet potatoes where yeah. I'd be like put five in the baking tray and go fuck it I'll have ten yeah right <laughs> 
I've got ten in there, and then I get to about three, and yeah. I go, I've cooked too many crackers. <laughs> okay. Interestingly, same as with mash. Very, very nice if you have a fried egg on them, and and the um and the yolk runs. But right. I don't want to spoil next week's food. That... <laughs> Food that Ray mentions that he'd not had for ages. So, so let's not get into that. Let's fried egg on a potato. Yeah. So let, let's not get into that just now. Saute potatoes yeah. as long as they are crispy on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than an undercooked saute potato. I completely agree, mate. There's, it's that and Iraq are my two worst things. Yeah, and, and the gay scouts as well, don't yeah. forget. <laughs> Because um, we are fighting the fight. Yeah. I think that's all the potatoes there is, isn't it? No, dauphin was. Fritters. <laughs> Some potato fritters up north, because you get like what they call specials. Yeah. But I think that's only in the north, yeah. which is a, a potato fritter. I think I've had a taste of one. Yeah, at a chippy. Yeah. Sometimes they're brilliant when they're quite thin potato in batter. Yeah. Brilliant. They're only like 10p each at the chippy up north. But sometimes you'll get them. I know, for example, there's a chippy in Whitefield that do them. Stupidly thick. Right. It's like a jacket potato in batter. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not interested in that. But it's still 10p. Still in temper, yeah. yeah. I think they just use all the shitty bits of potato they've got left. Right. Well, yeah, good section that you started then. <laughs> that was a good section about potatoes. Well, don't... How do we get onto potatoes? Because oh, yeah, he, he has chips with a breakfast, yeah. but because I read a thing where a man was talking about his favourite breakfasts and going around and doing all favourite breakfasts, and yeah. he had chips on all them, chip bacon and egg. He's a prick. Yeah, I know. Well, so I thought that it would be a good section. It was a good section for a uh, bit. Well, you do it. You do a section then, now. Do it. Then. I am. What do you want me to do? The story. All right. All right, then. <laughs> Go get comfortable. Once upon a time. <laughs> there was a man who lived in a village. Brilliant. Um, and he was considered by the other villagers to be rather eccentric <laughs> on account of the fact that he lived in an house made of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> That he had made himself, right? right? And nobody questioned how this had happened. You know, he'd never question where he got the feathers from. <laughs> Or how he glued them all together. <laughs> it was just taken as red, and they didn't mind it in the village because I think it brought a lot of tourism to the area. <laughs> People used to come and look at the feather house and go, I like that. Yeah. I might buy a, a scone while I'm here. <laughs> so, the woman, so the woman down the bakery, she was happy with it because she yeah. shifted scones ten to the dozen. Yeah. And the um, local pub were happy about it because yeah. people had gone see the feather house and then have a pint. Well, they, and the pub was called the Feather House as well. Right, well, can it? I give my own story? <laughs> but yes, that is true. <laughs> In this story, that is right, that's yeah, correct. But yeah, you yeah. fluked that. Right. <laughs> but yes, it was a Feather House, but I have wrote that in this story. Yeah. Anyway, um, one day, a woman came into town. Right. Um, she only had one arm. <laughs> no, she had no legs. Did she have no legs? <laughs> no, no, she had to have legs because she walked into town. <laughs> Village. Village. And she had, but she only had one arm, that is true. <laughs> And, and she'd come specially to see the Feather House. Yeah. Now, woe of woes, on the day she came, the centric man who built and owned the Feather House yeah. had gone to pay his car tax right. at the post office. Now, yeah. the village that it was at, that post office didn't do car tax, so we right. had to go into the main city to okay. do it. So he was out of town. So she went down to the Feather What city was it? Um, Harrogate. So she went, <laughs> she went down to the pub, the Feathers, Feather Feather Arms, House. Feather yeah. House Arms. <laughs> To say, I wanted to go and visit the Feather House. Yeah. Right? And then the landlord went, you're here. <laughs> right? And she went, no, I mean the actual Feather House. That the man, the, and he went, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right, I see, he said. Um, 
But the bloke who owns it has gone down to get his car tapped. She didn't know that. Yeah. But she said the bloke who owns it isn't there. So the bloke from the Feverell's pub said, I'll get you in. Right. So he took her down there and he broke a window, Fever window, to get her in. So she went inside it. Now, yeah. she's only looked around and she's enjoying herself. But the structural damage done from the Feather window being smashed <laughs> had a knock-on effect to the rest of the house. Right. And the house started to shake. Oh, no. Like, and it was like, this is, this fucker's coming down. Yeah. And all the villagers could see this in the distance going, the fucking, the Feather house is coming down. <laughs> Right, I can't believe this. Yeah. Right, and they're, they're all legging it up the lane, <laughs> up the going, lane. going, "Come on! If we if we work as a team, we can stop it falling <laughs> down." Right, and they all get they all got inside it. Right, yeah, and they're all joining hands and going, "Right, come on! We'll make a human chain. We've invested a lot in this. Yeah, you know, we get a lot from this. Yeah, get a lot of money back if we keep the chain going. Yeah, right. So the old old hands and that, and they're yeah. holding walls and stuff. But the woman on the end, she had to hold hands with the chain, the human chain. Yeah, and then grab a wall. She held hands with the human chain, and then she remembered that. She she didn't have another arm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Couldn't get it. Yeah. Couldn't get the wall. The old fucking thing came down. Oh, the no. feather house came down and was just like raised to the ground. Oh. Then the bloke's bloody coming back from paying his car tax. In Harrogate. And he, he went fucking mental. Did he? <laughs> right? It was his feather house that he'd made and it, yeah. it was all gone. Yeah. And he was like, he was criticising the woman, the one-armed <laughs> woman. Proper slagging her off and that. And then she wanted to live there forever. Yeah. Right? And the boat's going, you're an idiot. You you fucking come in here, you how dare you, you prick. <laughs> you come in here and you've ruined the feather house. What, what's your name? And she went, uh, Jennifer. And he went, yeah, Jennifer Twat. <laughs> right? like, all, all stuff. I mean, that's how angry he was. Yeah, all right? stuff like that. Turning yeah. the air blue. Yeah. And then all the villagers all had a vote and decided to, to banish her. Oh. So Jennifer got banished. She got banished and had to, had to leave and none of them had look at her when she left. Oh. So that's my story. Terrible. And interestingly, that story is true. Right. And that's how they came up with the idea for the television show The Weakest Link. <laughs> That is exactly how it happened. That's right. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's how it came about. That's really good, man. So there'll be more secret origins. <laughs> Ray's secret origins, regular section, uh, where I will tell you the secret origins of a television show <laughs> next week. <laughs> Right, now it's time for everyone's favourite section, Ed's Amazing Births. So far, you've not done any amazing births. They've been amazing conceptions. This week we have two amazing births. Actual births. Births. So it's, it is Ed's Amazing Birth. This week it is Ed's Amazing Birth. The last two have been Ed's Amazing Conceptions. That is true. I'll, I'll, I'll bow to that. All right. Well, so, so it's a new section then. Yeah. Uh, no, a... it's a regular section, Ed's Amazing Thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having a section called Ed's Amazing Thing. No, Ed's Amazing Conception slash Birth. How's your driving going anyway? You've not mentioned that yet. Yeah, it's fine. Going all right. Yeah, you're doing well on it. Yeah, it's reckon be- I passed in a minute. It's a better section than the Ed's Amazing Thing. No, it's not. Tell us about your driving. Come on, everyone wants to well, know. Well, I didn't have a nice lesson yesterday because we went through the town centre and I didn't like that. You will have to do because that. Because it was all busy. All oh, right. Well, and I don't like it. I can't. I get a panic when it's busy. You don't like it when it's busy? No. Basically, I just want to drive around back roads. Well, say that when you have your test. <laughs> when, when you go for your test and you go, right, Mr Gamble, if you could just uh, check everything's all right, then pull off. Yeah. And then, um, oh. oh, don't do that, don't do that. If he says that, that is the end of my driving test. <laughs> Because I will just go, oh, beg your pardon, what? Yeah, and then, yeah, you could do that, and then, but then you probably will fail for that. Yeah. But then I'll say, right, just turn into the town, please, and you'll go, no, and he'll be like, no, you got it, and say, no, no, because even when I pass my test, I'm only going on back roads. <laughs> So I, I don't need to prove I can drive in, in yeah, the town. Really and then they'll say, this. all right, do a bit of parallel parking. No. <laughs> no I'm never going to do that. If there isn't a space I can drive into at first, 
then I won't. I just won't park. I'll just go home. <laughs> so I don't need to prove I can do something I'm never going to do again. Yeah, and I'm never going to go above second gear. Reversing around the corner, I'll never do it. No, never I will to never do, that. do it. In fact, I, in fact, I'm not going to reverse. <laughs> I live on a roundabout, so I'll never have to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, got a couple of amazing buffs this week. Why, uh, why a couple? Why one we've had? You've been doing one, and it's been rubbish. <laughs> why did you then go? Oh, it's quantity, not quality. We need. No, because I'll get a couple I this think, week. I think there's a couple of things that I found that I think you will like both of them. But right. they're little shorter stories, really. I don't have as much information on them. Right. I've got a little update on last week's. What do you mean an update on last week's? Um, the uh, woman who got pregnant off the bullet. I spoke to who my. Didn't get pregnant. I spoke to my friend um, Nishant Kumar, who I think is a doctor or something, so he must know about this. And he told me that he heard that at primary school, but when he heard it, it was the whole bollock that got carried by the te- uh, by the by the bullet um, yeah. and uh, it went right up to a woman's fanny and when his friend told him about it and he distinctly remembered this when we told the story last week yeah. that when his friend mimed it he mimed a woman lifting up her dress as it flew towards for her the and then, uh, for, the, for the bollock to go up well so. it's a horrific situation already you don't want it ruining by putting an L in your frock yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly make it even worse that wouldn't it right um, here we go quick little story here for you oh a woman's given birth to an 18 inch long baby <laughs> right <laughs> I right. don't even know if that's long or Right, short. you know, if you think 12-inch ruler, yeah. then another 6 inches, that's about that long. Okay. That's fine for a baby. Yeah. You're exactly. thinking, what's amazing about that, Ed? The woman was only 28 inches. <laughs> 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 so there's 10 inches give on that. Yeah, so I don't... Where, where's this at? It's basically her head and then the rest of her was full it, of baby. That's an impossible pregnancy. Where, no, where, I's got the website Where's this here. happened at? Right, we'll get the website up. Right, so it's on Weird News, imperfectparent.com. Well, uh, her name is uh, Stacy Herald. Yep. She's from Northern Kentucky, so it's in America, so yeah. it's definitely true. Yeah, it's, it's not, not one of these not, ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she gave birth uh, to a baby uh, 18 inches long, a girl one, and then she, yeah, she is 28 and a half inches, head to heel. Right, she's so said. she's a, a little lady. Yeah, she's a tiny little lady. And she's had, and she's, and she's had a, an 18-inch baby. And that is, if you th- that is like the end of the Russian dolls. Yeah. Do you think now if the 18-inch baby does doesn't grow, then she will have a six-inch baby, and slowly we'll get further and further down, and I'm, then we and then we can make the borrowers, but for real. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure that any baby should be having a baby. No, but that's true. That's another one I found, but we'll we'll talk about that one. A baby day. who had a baby, eleven-year-old. All right, well that's plausible. But what I'm saying is, if we keep if we give that baby a baby, and I know you're not supposed to. It's not we're not supposed to. We're not going to do it. Right. No. Right. If we did right. that, then. I'm not having the, the logical progression of this podcast of you impregnating a baby. Yeah, but to see if we can get smaller no. and smaller. Not for, not for any reason. And then we could there shouldn't be any reason. Line them up on the mantelpiece. No, there, there is no artistic reason. Imagine going for a family picnic where you could fit the whole family in a picnic basket. <laughs> What's your other one? <laughs> right, this one. Um, I believe that one. This, yeah, well, you believe this one. It's all true. Um, a buffalo has given birth to a human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I don't believe that one. Why not? Because that's bollocks. Do you want to see a picture? I'd love to see a picture of it. It's not right. great for a podcast, is it? Right, get that up now. Right, there it is. <laughs> it's in India somewhere. Right, um, that looks like when E.T. died. Yeah, a buffalo has given birth to a human. That's absolute but shit. I'm sad to say that the baby human didn't survive. Because it didn't uh, exist. So we will never know that if it was able to speak English. A buffalo gave birth um, to a human-like baby, but it has passed away immediately after it was born. Yeah. Right. No one, no man in the village has yet owned up to um, being the father of the buffalo baby. Um, but that is human, that. It's not. That is human. Well, it's certainly not buffalo. I think it might be a fucked up buffalo. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's a I think, human. I think a buffalo has had a disabled buffalo child. No, I think a buffalo has had a human for the first time in the world. I don't believe that for a second. Right. I don't well, think that's happened. I mean, and the other thing I was thinking was, um, do you think if it did grow up to be a girl, do you think you can make nice mozzarella out of the Right, that... <laughs> That it looks like Thailand, sorry, not India. It looks like the Roswell pictures, and that was they were maybe faked. The, no, but maybe they said it was an alien, but all along it was a buffalo human. Oh, right, okay. so maybe so, they faked the alien thing, but in reality it was a buffalo so human, you, and now it's happened again. So, like with all conspiracy theories, yours are now careering widely out of control. No, and it's not yeah, out are, of control. There's the news there. No, you buffalo just, gives birth you to a human said... baby in Thailand. They, my friends have been to Thailand, and they take loads of drugs out there. They said, my, if I'd give some to a buffalo, and then add some themselves, and then add sex, a man. Had sex with a buffalo and had a human baby. They have took loads of drugs and they've gone. Let's build a buffalo baby human. <laughs> no. And take pictures of it and send it over to the UK, where I'm sure one fucking idiot will believe it. That is not a buffalo human baby. Years ago, people wouldn't have believed that loads of things were possible, like, like what? space travel. They would have gone, "Oh, oh someone's going to travel in space." No, they're not. And now, now this is exactly the same. No, it's well, not. I know. No, it's Listen not. to me. No, it's not. It's I've not. said a buffalo has given birth to a human, and you're going, "Oh no, that's not true." In 20 years, there will be people walking around with horns, and and you will be there going, oh, I didn't believe in you. If in 1901, somebody had walked into London, the middle of London, with a drawing of themselves stood on the moon, <laughs> and gone, look at that, I went to the moon last night, yeah. then you would go, no, bollocks, you yeah, didn't. Right. Well, I'm not showing there. you a drawing, I'm showing you a picture of a human baby that a buffalo has given Well, no, it's to. something they've either made, or it's been photoshopped or something, but that that isn't a real human buffalo baby. Right. It might be a disabled buffalo, right. it might be a freako baby, but that has not if that's human it's not come out of a buffalo's fanny right that's definitively the end of this podcast right um, no the end uh-huh. Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble all music by the Tiger Lilies except for the last one which is performed by Frank Sidebottom the Peacock and Gamble podcast is a ready production hosted by Chortle.co.uk see you next week on the subject of Facebook, yeah. why do you keep deleting top fish? <laughs> People keep sending you top fish and you keep deleting them. It, I think you are being a very ungrateful little boy. It keeps clogging up my wall. If a I woman, delete everything like that. If a woman who is a friend of yours goes through the rigmarole of sending you a top fish <laughs> and a Valentine's Day one at that, <laughs> I don't know why you would then not say... Thank you for that top fish. I no. will treasure it. No, because I don't want to add the application or whatever, and all those things clog up your wall anyway. Like, do you want a top fish? Do you want to be in the mafia? Do you want Facebook AIDS or whatever? I they don't do? think you should want to be in the mafia, right? I don't think that's clever <laughs> or big at all. But I do think it's. A- What's happened to them top fish you've deleted now? They're they just down, down the they, Facebook toilet. Are they just flapping about on the pavement? No, that flushes them down the Facebook toilet. And, and then they, what? They live in the sewer. They are dead. You are killing top fish. Right. And a Valentine's Day one. <laughs> I'm now going to say to all our listeners, yeah. and something I wouldn't normally do, yeah. right? add Ed on Facebook <laughs> and bombard him with top fish. Right, right? Don't... Sooner or later, he won't have time to delete them all. So <laughs> let's all send Ed as many top fish as we can. Right. Let's get a million top fish on Ed's page before 2011. If you, if I get one top fish he on my page, it. you will be deleted as a friend. Right. If if Ed deletes you as a friend, make friends with me, and, and I will have a personal relationship with you. They, they can do that. That is no skin off my nose. But if you but, add me but, as a friend, then send me a top 
something. You have to be. I will find out where you live. I will come over in the middle of the night with a real fish, <laughs> post it through your letterbox, shout at you, oh, you've got a fish that you didn't ask for. Right. And when you come downstairs and try and give it back to me, I'll say no. Now you've got a fish is deaf on your conscience.